Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to another Spartan 160E and podcast. I'm your host, Danny Saldana, off a fresh Canadian dub last night. Uh, joined by my two cohorts. We won't talk about the Portugal national team because they don't deserve to mention. Uh, joined by, uh, I'll start off with uh, Sam. Sam, how you doing, bro? Yeah, literally got in from work. About you can, you guys can attest. About ten minutes ago, so uh, it's been a while. Last podcast with it was with um, Azbajag. Didn't talk about any of like, the recent games, but if you haven't um, had a chance, give that one a watch. Probably one of my favorites ever. Just such a nice guy and answered every question. But yeah, happy to be back and happy to talk about the the recent games that have happened. Facts, facts, and what a what a podcast that was, by the way, boys. Love that guy now. Legend. Absolute legend. And, of course, joined by uh, Christian. Christian, how you doing, bro? I, uh, I'm i doing good. Uh, happy to be back in our uh, regular format. Um, and, you know, with a little break as well. Uh, I think we're all happy to have a sporting back. Try to put that last international break behind us. Try to forget what happened. Try to pretend like it never happened. Back to sporting the way we like it. And, uh, yeah, let's get it. Facts. Let me throw up the uh, Twitter questions real quick, uh, and we'll get started. Aussie Tuga in the chat. <laughs> All right. First, uh, first question comes in from our guy Nunu Gabriel at Kativa Lins on Twitter. Um, he says, uh, since we were on a run of contract renewals, who should be next? Podu, obviously, uh, since we need to buy him, but anyone else that you guys think deserves. Uh, deserves it besides the names in the media slash rumor mill. Um, Christian, I'll pass it off to you. He said, or I'll, uh, I'll pass it off to both of you, but then we'll um, we'll also leapfrog and uh, talk about the, the renewals that are in the rumor mill because that's one of the topics we wanted to bring up. But Christian, who else uh, do you think should get a renewal that hasn't been really mentioned in the media? So the ones that are mentioned are obviously, at least recently, was Adan, Paling, and Netu. Adan's done as of today. Palinga seems to be done, and so does Netu. Just a matter of final details. Uh, Jovan's the one that's kind of like, like been half in the press, which is like he's kind of was supposed to get one last summer and never happened. I mean, I I feel like the a lot of the players that I think have earned a renewal, like have gotten it. I feel like maybe the next one is like Inacio to get like the Bragança bump maybe. Uh, but, uh, or uh, maybe some of these, these youngsters, maybe give them a professional contract in the summer, like uh, players like Shtevs, um, you know, maybe Marsa, Gular, players like that. But we'll have to see what happens. I think Shtevs in line for a professional deal, no matter what. <laughs> the others, uh, a little bit more to prove, but plenty of time to do so. Facts. Sam, any any other person you want to mention before we uh, actually turn it a bit to the contract renewals? Yeah, not anyone that comes to mind, but I was just thinking, like, you know, give the some youngsters some better contracts with maybe better release clauses, just in case. Like, um, there's lots of hype about uh, Marco Cruz at the moment, the left back we got from Porto, um, and, and guys like that, just so that if if someone comes knocking, we can, you know, pay the release clauses or, or get going. So just, just try and do the sort of younger players first and then i think for dal's got um he's got like an automatic extension if you play a certain number of games so that that just remains to be seen but i can't really think of anyone else that that deserves one at the moment fair enough um so yeah let, let's turn that so christian i'll pass it off to you because of course adan uh um uh resigned today uh but there was two big rumors going on um the Padinga one if you want to uh, dig into that yeah, I mean, it's just basically he's locked up until 2025. The rumor is he's going to sign until 2026. Um, and he's making, I think, uh, 800K, uh, and it's going to go up to a million. So it's just a little, I guess, uh, performance bump, maybe a little agent money laundering, you know, the standard. <laughs> <laughs> uh, facts, facts. And then, of course, the uh, Poru, it's not really a re-signing, it's actual signing. Um, but how's that looking? So the rumor was that uh, he has like the, it, it, I mean, since the end of last year, it's been like clear that sporting is going to pay the 9.5 million when the time comes. It's clear that they don't have a lot of just like loose cash lying around to like activate the deal earlier. Otherwise they probably would, but it's not like it matters. They probably have until like June 30th, 2022 is what the contract says. So they just need to get it sorted before then, which they will. Yeah. 
The unfortunate news was that um, he's rumored to have a 20 million euro buyback clause for Man City. Um, I mean, he seems like a player that maybe next season we keep him, but if he keeps developing at the rate he's been going, it seems tough that we'd have him a year after that. Um, we, I'm assuming we all dreamt of, you know, cashing in on him 30, 40 million based on the way things have been going. It'll be interesting to see, you know, if like other clubs, like uh, other English clubs are interested, like it could become a bidding war and the 20 million buyback clause is irrelevant unless Man City wants him. Uh, but I mean, they have good outside backs. I mean, he says he's never talked to Pep Guardiola before, you know, I, I don't know, but it's just, it seems shitty that that could potentially be the, uh, the the party pooper of the of the deal. But I mean, at the end of the day, if we secure his services, we guaranteed it for at least one more season. It's uh, three seasons of Poro was was a treat. It would be a treat. It's been a treat so far for one and a half. <laughs> <laughs> Facts, exactly, exactly. Um, last question from Nunu Gabriel, I think at least. But um, he asks, given the great stretch of form that we're in right now and the international break, should we rest our starters for the Tasa game or play full strength uh, to get match fit for the Dortmund game? Uh, Sam, take that away, dude. Uh, I think Chris told us that uh, Vazim is 17th out of an 18th, 18 position league. So, like, I mean, I'm not underestimating them, but like on paper, it should be easy. I'm not saying rest the whole team. I think maybe um, like some Coates maybe to get some match fitness and Paulinho to get confidence. But I think we should see guys like Estevez and, you know, um, I think it's is it Goulart, Goulart, mm-hmm. whatever his, his name is. Virginia um, will probably play, I'm guessing. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I, I think just just give some give some young players some time to develop and against a team like Vazim, it's it's good maybe to get either Paulinho or Thiago Thomas in there to start scoring, get some confidence and rather than that, I, I think maybe just rest like the key guys. Quick question, would you play Paulinho? Yeah, I would. Fair enough. Uh next question comes in from uh Kevin Rouge Fernandes, our boy Kevin. Um yeah, uh, at Kevin Rouge. Arujo F. He asks, uh, "Do you see Golart getting game time after hearing Amuringo declare that Neto is not in conditions to start tomorrow versus Verzing?" I think since there's, oh, did he say today at the press conference? So Neto's not making a return. I don't know. They were saying yesterday that he was. Now he said in the press conference that he's not fit. He's not. Okay. 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 A shame. He wanted to go against his former club. Yeah, probably. Uh, I think Amarin would just like he always does, just throw a left back in there, Matus Rice, and then like it's Gaio and then Coates. Mm. Yeah, uh, for yeah. some reason he doesn't. Like I don't think Coates is playing. I don't think Coates is going to play. So it might what Fidal, Fidal, is Gaio and Rice probably? I would assume it yeah. would be. Yeah. yeah. Which is crazy. That's like two fullbacks. He's going to have to. I think Marsa becomes maybe more likely to start than Goulart on the left, and I don't think Goulart starts, but I think he plays. Yeah. That's my official mm-hmm. prediction. I think Vinagre is probably going to start over um, Matthews. But they said he twisted his ankle and he's unlikely to play. Oh, yeah, but. true. Oh, <laughs> yeah, true. Who knows? We're short bodies. So I, we got Nuno Sansto for that spot, too, though. Could do that. True. Exactly. That's a good point. Um, yeah. So next question comes in from uh, our boy Richard Nevsh at Richard underscore N7. He's in the chat. Shout out to you, Richard. Uh, he asks, uh, as a Canadian, can we please sign my guy, Ustaku? I love that dude, especially after the last three rounds of World Cup qualifying and just wanted some Canadian representation on my team. Bro, that's, the, that's we been got, the dream. We got Diaz, bro. We got Diaz. Up and coming, bro. Yeah, Danny, just to ask you the question, would you take Ustaku if you had to replace him with either Braganza, Matthews, or Polina? No, I would take him... I would I might get crucified for this. I would take them over Ugarte, but they're similar but different players. But okay. yeah. not over the other three. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. But he needs my boy needs to get out of possibly. He's he's too big for that club. Yeah. Um <laughs> next question comes in uh from David Oliveira at Davido. Um this one actually goes to me. Uh, with all the talk of bringing in another Italian into Toronto FC in Signe Kofkov, which Spartan player would you like to see come over for a possible loan or purchase? Uh, Ilotti, bro. Ilotti. Oh, Bruno Gaspar. 
<laughs> no, keep that guy in Vancouver, bro. I'll take you, Lottie, in Toronto. Hell yeah, bro. I'm getting his autograph after the game and everything, bro. <laughs> keep him away from fucking Sporting. Uh, <laughs> next question comes in from... Uh, he thought he was uh, too big for a Red Bull, so... Oh, yeah, no, facts. He thinks he's hot shit, bro. Richard saying Tiak Tumaj. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have that. I want Tiak Tumaj. No shot. I, I mean, dude, he's like a regular for us. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to I was, I'm trying to think of a player that doesn't get much burned, but like... Like Pedro Marquez or Pedro Mendes to go... Yeah, 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 are, yeah, yeah, exactly. I was thinking like of like the loan deals. Yeah, yeah. Well, maybe like the backup, the third backup was named Andre Paolo. So send him over there. designated player. <laughs> <laughs> And Dude, I was, you know, funny. I was just thinking, like, if anything, Toronto needs a midfielder, <laughs> and like, Bataglia would maybe yeah, do, do they a have job a DP there, spot, but... bro. Does need a player uh, spot? I think they do. I think they have one. Yeah, there you go, right there, dude. Do they have one? Yeah, they have one. That's why they want Insigne. No, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. Next question comes in from uh, Pedro Lobu. Um, what 11 do you think Amuring is going to start against Verzin, given all the absences, especially at the back? I mean, we, we've kind of tackled it, but let's let's give a definitive answer. So Virginia net, back three of, are we saying Reis, um, uh, Fadal, Ishgayu? Yep. Yep. Right wing, or right wing back, I should say. Estev's yeah, your Estev is. Estev's in the sense, I'm guessing. Yeah. Estev's in the sense, okay. Uh, midfield, Ugarte Bragança? Ugarte can't No, play. Ugarte. Uh, he probably won't because he's he's gonna fly in like. Oh get, right, Uruguay. Yeah, yeah. So Braganza, so Mateus maybe Nunes? off the bench, regard. Braganza, uh, Tabata maybe. Yeah, Tabata. Mm, that's dangerous. He never plays him in the middle though. He always talks about it and then like never actually does it. Yeah, good point. It'll I probably guess, be uh, Nunes and Braganza. I think yeah, I think so too because Nunes didn't play for Portugal. But yeah, uh, uh, either or Tabata or Nunes. Yeah. Uh, let's what, let, 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 let's let's vote on one. Uh, Nunes or uh, Tabata? Because Bragança is a guarantee. I'm voting Nunes. I think Tabata will get in, but not in that position. Yeah, maybe and then Tabata on the right wing. Yeah. Tomas okay. and I, Tomas Paulinho. I would say hmm. Tabata, Tomas, and Giovanni. Giovanni. Yes. Oh maybe. yeah, he Giovanni. said he wanted Giovanni to rebound, so Giovanni will probably start up top. Or no, Tomas up top, and then Jovan on the left. Yeah, on the right. I'm, I'm think, I'm, I'll agree with that, but I'm even thinking it might be Jovan, Tomas, and Paulinho. Possible, because he does like Tomas on the wing. But uh, I'll agree with, I'll agree with Jovan to for a definitive answer. Jovan, Tabata, and Tomas. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I think, think I think that would be the eleven. Solid. Um, next question comes in from Liga Nash Turkey at Nash Football. Uh, he asks, do you think Sporting has a problem with, uh, with winning against, um, parking the bus teams? Uh, it's a good point, Sam. What do you think? I don't think it's just us. I think it's Benfica report have the same issue. It's just difficult. It's just in football. It's just difficult to break down those teams. There, there's a lot of them in Portugal that just want to defend and play for the point, and which is fair enough considering most of their league positions. But um, I think Porto have been doing well recently just because of how good Luis Diaz has been and Taremi and guys like that. Even Vitinha when he's when he's played. I, I think I think. Sporting and Benfica struggle the most, but I wouldn't settle it down just a, a sporting issue. I think it's just just the way it, the way it is, unfortunately. I agree. I agree. I think honestly, more than just Sporting, I think Paulinho struggles with teams that park the bus because in the Champions League, the guy's just he's flying. UEFA man, but <laughs> Paulinho has so many chances. Like we'll get in. That is true. Right? Right? So many. Like yeah. if he, if he converted like half of them, he'd be like top scorer by miles because he just has so many. That he just either <laughs> like like in power, like just kept trying to chip every single time. It was like chip, no chip again, chip again. It was like just just fucking shoot, mate. Just, just yeah, just lace it. Facts. That is true. Um, and last question comes in from our guy Steph. Be sure to follow Steph if, Steph if you haven't at Lion One. JUL1906. How confident are you guys uh, that we will win against Dortmund? I am 100%. Of course, the Dortmund uh, game this time next week on a Wednesday. Um, I'm going to be there representing. Sam's going to be there. So, so what are you thinking, Sam? How confident are you that we're going to win? 
I think it's going to be tight. I think it's either going to be like a, a really like boring like nil nil and like late goal like to make it one. I don't know which team's going to win, but you know both teams pretty much need to win to it's, it's winner take all really. I mean Dortmund can draw and still go through, I think, but um, or can they? The draw is more favorable to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I think they already beat us Ajax. once. They already beat yeah. us once. Yeah, so I, I I have faith in, as Chris said, UEFA man to to break <laughs> us out. If if Paulinho scores, I'm gonna go mental because that because like that's crazy. But that, this is my first sporting game since 2018, so it's been nice. been quite a long time. So I'm hoping it will be a win. I, I hope I'm not like on the TV screen like Kevin was, like looking all sad. After <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, I hope you have better luck than me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'll try not to do like any sad reactions like when the camera's near me. I'll always just like be smiling and everything just so I, just so they won't pan into me. Random question, maybe you'll know though. Is Haaland back from injury? I, is he expected I, to play? I don't actually know. I, I've yeah, I can't say. I think he I did play think. for Norway at the in the sure he did. Because I remember all the tweets saying about that like Norway not coming. Yeah, actually, I don't know. Right? Did he play? Let me see. Let me see. I'll look that up right. I, remember like, I, I saw a tweet that was like, we're going to have to wait to see uh, Hallen. But anyways, in the meantime, yeah, but I think that's just because Norway is just out. Yeah, it's like because he's on the team. That doesn't technically mean that he played. True. Kevin says that he's out until December. Um, yeah, he didn't He didn't play, bro. And Kevin also makes a good point. Last time, me, Kevin's going to Dortmund as well. Um, the uh, last no. time me and Kevin watched the game. Kevin, get away, bro. <laughs> Bad luck. <laughs> yeah, he no no Haaland in this Norway squad. So we should be good. We should be good. I think they've got a few injuries as well. I can't remember if like like the role players like Witzel and all of these lot. I think some of the the role players might be injured as well. So it might just be like obviously Haaland's big miss for them, but you know they've got some of those players that that might not play. So might be in our yeah. favor, but then that could also be bad for us because more pressure and everything. So who knows. Facts, facts, and I mean, regardless, um, Thorman's bench is still pretty solid, so um, on their day, anybody can square, anyways. Christian, uh, how confident are you on the Dortman uh, winning against Dortman? Not a hundred percent, but a solid like 45 <laughs> percent. That's not high enough. You got, you got, yeah, to, I, you got draw, to be solid 45. A draw, I think a draw is, is, is the I've likely got, like, outcome. I've got like win. Draw 30 and then like lost whatever the rest of that is, 25. <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm with you actually. I, I was gonna say the same thing. I'm like a 49% on I guess win. a draw isn't catastrophic, it just makes our destiny nine our own hands, and it means we probably have to win in Amsterdam. Mm-hmm. Listen, I, I mean I think I've asked this question on a previous podcast, but let me gauge your your answers uh, the same way. Uh how do would you guys feel? I mean Knowing that the likelihood of us progressing past the round of uh, 16 in the Champions League is thinner than us actually progressing to maybe the quarter semis or even the finals of the Europa League. Uh, let's say we don't get a result against Dortmund, knock on wood, that we do. Um, one, how bummed would you guys be? And, and I mean, would that be the end of the world in terms of, you know, us? like I said, odds are in our favor of really progressing through the Champions League anyways? Here's the thing. It's going to be disappointing for me if we play like we played, but like, there were, I think it was 16, 17, 17, 18. We played so many good teams. We never beat them once. We lost by one goal or we draw. I think we drew Juventus once and maybe we drew Barcelona 0-0. Zero mm-hmm. zero. We never beat them. No. But we could have won any of those games that we lost. Dortmund twice, Real Madrid twice, Barcelona twice, Juventus <laughs> twice. If it's like that, yes, I will be disappointed. Because yeah. it'll feel like we deserve more. If we just kind of get steamrolled, I'll be like, okay, we got steamrolled. We're not on this level with these boys yet. And at least we're going to Europa League. That would probably be my thought process. Yeah. I agreed. Agreed. Sam, anything to add on that? I don't know, because it's difficult. Because do you remember that run Ajax did where they got to like the semifinals? And like obviously I don't think we'll get that far, but like I mean, we've got a good team. We only lost one game last season. That was after winning the title. I mean, we've looked strong against um, Bajikas and Dortmund. We didn't look awful. Ajax was obviously a different story, but um, I think 
I would rather go second and get knocked out straight away in the round of 16 than go to Europa League. I just think it looks better for us. And then, like, we should be aiming... It's better aiming for the balance team. sheet as well. Yeah, definitely. Um, and, like, depend. I don't know who... I don't know the other rankings of, like, who we can get, but we'll probably get, like, a Liverpool or Bayern Munich or someone like that, which is going to be going to be tough but if you need you're going to have to face the big teams eventually and and i think it's a good test for us if we come up against sort of a buy-in obviously we don't want a, a repeat of 2009 but i mean i think i really want any team process. i would want to draw any team except for Bayern, chelsea liverpool man city fucking real madrid don't care not just not Bayern. just in case like- it happens again <laughs> Man City, what was it, 2012, 2011, when we beat them on yeah, away yeah. goals? Shit house. Yeah, fuck it. Let's we do have it again. to shit house, obviously, if we were going to advance. It, but wait, is there no more away goals? Is this the first no. year of no away no. goals? No, no, no more. That away goals. greatly hurts shit house odds. Yep. Let me just quickly, just in case we ever we end up getting second, let me tell you who's in first currently. Man City's top of their group. Though they have PSG, that's just a point behind. Liverpool basically topped their group. Uh, Ajax is the top of ours. We don't have to worry. Uh, Real Madrid is on nine points. Inter is behind them at seven. Maybe if we come in second and Inter can somehow steal first, you know, it's a decent matchup. I would take our chances against Real Madrid as well. Like they've looked awful versus mm-hmm. like True. Sheriff and yeah, and yeah. In general, yeah. I, I, we can I, hang I, with Inter. Or definitely hang with Inter. Possibly Real Madrid too. Yeah. Um, of course, as we mentioned, Bayern. Um, this group, I think whoever finishes first, uh, we have a really good chance against. And that's Villarreal, who's tied in first with uh, Manchester United on seven points. Atlanta, don't sleep on them. They have five points, so they're you not far behind. You don't want to play Ronaldo, though. You don't. <laughs> we, 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 can beat, you. we can beat United. I think, I think so. <laughs> all the teams you've just named, United are the ones we could beat. They've looked awful. Bruno Fernandes hasn't been great this season, nor has Ronaldo. I know he scores a lot, but that's pretty much what he does, which I mean, is still good for them. Mm-hmm. But like manager for manager, we're better. We've got a better manager, I think, than, than Man United. Easily. Mate, we, we could do it, I reckon. We have a I better I think we have a better defense than United currently, too. Yeah. yeah. Watch. Quatch is like 10 times better than Maguire. <laughs> Inasu, I mean, we're comparing Inasu to probably who Lindelof. I mean, Varane is probably their only like really Paul good is better than back. I think. Easily. Alinea yeah. oh, yeah. better than McTominay and Fred combined. Easily. Plot better than Bruno Fernandes. Better, honestly, <laughs> more informed goalkeeper. <laughs> more yeah, informed true. goalkeeper, true. De Gea has been great for them this season. I'll give him credit. Like, he's been um, good. Then anybody can really finish. Sorry. No, sorry, carry on. Who? De Gea. He's been good for United, I think, this season. He's had his moments. Yeah. Concedes five, but, like, saves, like, ten. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Could be worse. <laughs> uh, in Group G, they have – I mean, anybody can finish first. Currently, it's Salzburg. Uh, Lille, two points behind them. Uh, Wolfsburg, two points behind we Salzburg. We could play with that. Sevilla but, on three points, either or. And then, of course, Juventus is on top of their group, but Chelsea not that far behind. Juventus sucks too, bro. Yeah, very true. I think they're a little bit better now, but they fucking—they're not that good this year, bro. We can hang with them too. I don't believe that they'll finish first in that group, though. Chelsea's gonna—I think Chelsea has to have to play them once, so one more time. So, if I'm not mistaken. Um, But yeah, that's basically Champions League down. Uh, Christian, take it away, dude. I know you had a, a few other talking points that we wanted to get to. Yeah, I mean, we talked about a bunch of it. Um, I just, like, went through, um, like I did last time, just because it's been, like, two weeks since our last normal formatted show. And just, like, took some of the highlights of shit that happened, um, like, news that, that broke over those over those two weeks. I guess we can touch on some of it. Poro, 20 million buyback clause rumored, not great. Uh, this one is a shout out to, to Sam, uh, tweeting this, uh, Sarabi, Sarabi was, was publicly thirsting over, uh, Wanda Accardi, like as the fucking entire saga is going down, this dude is liking all her picks when he normally doesn't like them all. So savage mode engaged. <laughs> um, we clinched Europa League, obviously we just kind of touched on that. Uh, injury scare again for Poro that. Again, looks bad. Looks like he's going to be out. It somehow is like fully back in training like a week and a half later. And he like seems like he's good to go. That's like his like 
fifth injury scare since he uh, joined Sporting. One of these times, man, I'm telling you, he's, he's going to be a problem, but we keep getting fucking lucky. Let's hope that the streak continues. Uh, Ryan Gold lifted the Whitecaps into the playoffs officially. Uh, good for him. What a, what a signing. What a signing it was um, for them in August. Uh, this one is 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 pretty uh, important and and happened over our break. Uh, Carton the Adeptu fell uh, was uh, was voted down in Parliament. Um, so I from what I understand that there was two versions of the uh, of the of the bill. There was like the PSP version and then there was the Initiative Liberal uh, version of the bill. And like I think the Liberal version was slightly more watered down. Um, and like some of the restrictions are still in place, but the main part, the card itself is, is gone. Uh, no comment from the sporting admin, no comment from Miguel Braga. Um, they never, they never publicly supported it. So they never had to own up to it, but I think we all know that they definitely 100% supported it, <laughs> but they're not on the record. So they're good to go. <laughs> um, Don renewed yes or today. Um, Palingi Neti rumored to be next. We touched on that. Uh, we beat Estudial two one in a training match because there's no game. Uh, Nunsant and Javan scored. Marsa played left back and reportedly uh, impressed. So that is uh, see if he plays tomorrow, either at center back or left back. I don't think unless we've watched the B team. Happy to see him make his senior debut. So hopefully that happens. Um, Sarabia scored a goal for Spain over this international break, helped them qualify. Uh, Inacio scored and played two games with paired with Eduardo Karezma at for the U21s at center back. Uh, they won both their games and they're on, on track for the Euro. Um, obviously, Portugal tanked. Kalinga came off the bench. I think he started the first game and came off the bench in the second game. No further comment there. But Mateus Nunes, uh, I actually want to gauge your guys' opinion yeah. as well. Mateus Nunes not even called up for this last game. He was straight in the first game and then completely he was. dropped in the second game. But does that deserve a drop? Does no. that deserve, you know? No. no. Um, there were so many of them were shit in that Ireland game. And also just the shittiest game plan, just shit housing it and then leaving it all to the last game. Um, and uh, obviously – uh, interesting and relative if you're trying planning on traveling uh, and potentially the atmosphere. Uh, IX has been to ticket sales uh, due to uh, new government COVID uh, restrictions as they face their like I think it's, I think we're on the fifth wave. I think I read fifth wave. So yeah. fifth, fifth, you can see the cases ticking up in Portugal too. I see the tracker every morning, so I see that they're going up. So we're not that that we're not that bad. We had like 13k new cases like a day, I think. That was like well, a couple of days ago, and that's not that's not great. Portugal taking definitely ticking up, but not in the full danger zone yet. But definitely in the uh, the warning zone. It's definitely something to keep an eye on yeah. for all the European countries as we as we get into the the uh, the colder months here in the winter. And uh, yeah, that, that's pretty much it. I don't know if Quick you mentioned it, but it's uh, Nanny's birthday today. True, it is. Yeah. Thirty-five. You still play? Orlando made the playoffs. Uh, I know Lauren who's in the chat. She's been worried that this is potentially Nani's last season. He could. Re he uh, he's not done. He's not done. I don't think so either. I've been telling her that too. Yeah, but she's yeah. convinced that he is. No, no, no. She was worried that the last said, game. He said today that he 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 says he might like ruling out returning to Portugal would be would be dumb. Which is maybe like what's his like. Uh, Maybe like he'll play for like you know Kudashma Gimenez type situation could happen Maybe. you know. Um, I, I can only imagine you know. he's making really good money at Orlando. Like, why would you want to go to a? He could how much would Gimenez really offer you? He also could resign with Orlando, mm -hmm. which he hasn't ruled out. He said that he could. Um, yeah, fair. You go to like Saudi, where the other guys are, or Qatar, and and a, and a good buck there. Yeah, honestly, he, he, he's not done. I'm, he's not done. I'm not sure if uh, I'm not sure if he's into coaching because. Like the the Arabic countries really seem like a hotbed for former players that want to take up coaching, as we see with Xavi and shit like that. It's like you know, it, bro. You know, so maybe a a quick question on the Kriton Sosu. Maybe I don't know if you have the answer to it. Uh, David, who is in the chat, um, uh, he's going to Portugal. I believe it's in January. Long story short, he wants to see an away game against Vizela. How's that gonna work? Is it easier for him now? Yeah, yeah, he's good to go. Um... 
he doesn't have to have the the card obviously because for for up until like whatever match day 12 whatever we're at all away tickets were were carton the adapt i think full stop and then the last like two weeks they kind of eased that and then they made it like one third of the section because they were sick of probably selling literally zero away tickets for every yeah. game so they shrunk the sections in a lot of the stadiums and that lasted about two three weeks and now it's completely gone so just epic fucking fail sick sick um all right let, let's talk about the uh the games then real quick uh, let me bring up the starting 11. We'll start with the Bishkitas game as we'll go in order. Uh, starting with, okay, so Sporting had the Daninet, uh, Fidel Kwachi Nasu in the back line with Matilj Reis and Poru uh, at the wingback positions, Palinga Matilj Nunes in midfield with Sarabia, Paulinho, and Pot. Uh, Sarabia getting the fourth, Pot with the first two, and uh, Paulinho, a, a gorgeous third goal, I must say. Um, yeah, uh, Sam, I'll start it off with you, dude. What did you think of this game? Was it was amazing to watch? Like, I yeah. know we it was four. I think it was four in the first leg, but like it was just fantastic to watch. I thought every player was top form. Um, like you said, Paulinho with a great goal. Um, Pedro Gonzalez was just back. Seems to back to his old self. Um, I just think you know. I'm not sure if it is because it was Bajikas or because of. Like when you get humiliated five nil, I assume that the players will probably want to get like their own revenge and like go out and do that to a, to a different team. But the way we play against Bajikas, if we play against Dortmund, we should have no problems, especially like we mentioned without Haaland. And I think I saw that um, Hubbles is also suspended, who I believe um, is their like main main centre back option. But um, it's just complete domination, um, in in my opinion. Uh, we were just fantastic from minute zero to minute ninety. Um, I think that's probably the best Champions League performance I've seen from us in a while. There is a, a few a few games where, like, I mean, under George Jesus, we had good games, but we never actually won many. Like, I mean, we beat Olympiacos a few times, but nothing as, as like, resounding as this. But um, I, I just think if we play like this against Dortmund, we, we, we definitely, we're definitely going to win. But um, Paulinho, I feel like, same old story, probably could have scored a bit more. Um, but but that's just him. Um, Quartes was was fine. I thought like the defense didn't really have anything to do. Um, really, I think Bajik had like four shots on target, so so it wasn't that bad. But um, yeah, just a great performance all round. I know we've got a few games to talk about, so I want this one up a bit a bit quicker. And plus, I can't remember it, it was it was a long time ago now. Yeah, but um, uh, definitely a great game, and hope to see a repeat of it against Dortmund. Facts. I only remember a few things that happened in the game only because I just watched the highlights. <laughs> Literally only because so of that. Uh, uh, played really well. So that he created two very great chances. I think both to Paulinho in the first like 10 minutes, bro. He put two right on his foot. Um, yeah. Um, and one hit the, like, the top cross, but like hit the yeah. crossbar like in the fifth, yeah. sixth minute or something like that. Yeah. And even Paulinho was like, fuck, bro, what do I got to do to score? Uh, he did get the banger eventually, which I guess is what he does now. He just scores one banger each Champions League game. Uh, Gonçalves back to scoring. I mean, yeah, it was awesome, bro. The midfield was good. Palinho, world class. Um, you know, backline solid. Uh, yeah, I mean, this was uh, goal from a corner kick, if I recall correctly. Again, right or no? Yeah, I no, think, I think so. For whose? For no, because. Pot no. was the penalty, and then the second. Oh, yeah, I guess this is a no, no corner. Second one, no, second yeah. one wasn't a corner. He, like, faked to the left and then took it to the right. Oh, yeah. Paulinho was open play. Unless the unless the last one. But I think Sarabia just got a rebound. No, yeah, I think he just got yeah, a rebound. Yeah, it was a rebound. Yeah, okay. I think you're thinking of Pasos. Yeah, there was a corner kick goal in the Pasos game. Uh, an assist from Kowats this time. No, no goal for him. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, this was uh, – like it's a similar result to the first Besiktas game, where it's four one, but like that four one was more sus because Besiktas had way better like uh, you know clear cut chances in that game, and like that game could have been like six five on like a weirder night, you know, or like four three or something like that. Um, but this was just a it was just a total was just a total do domination. I thought. And to be fair to Besiktas, without Bashuai, without yeah, Bashuai. they were missing like six players also. 
Yeah, yeah. they're right back and this Vida, their center back was not there. Uh, no Rozier. Yeah, no Rozier. No Pjanic. Yeah. Yeah, it was they're missing people and already were in a precarious position to begin with on their road. Facts. Uh, man of the match, and we'll kick it to the next game. I'll, uh, I'll give it to mine to Pot. Pot as well, yeah. I'll go for it. Um, I'm going to go Sarabia. Uh, nice. Could have had like three assists and a goal. <laughs> yeah, very true. Sarabia is finally coming alive, by the yeah, way. Yeah, he really has been coming alive. The only thing I got to say is uh, Spartan did uh, Poru dirty. They should have had uh, Brenda do the whatever that challenge was with with my recently single Poru, in my opinion. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Get him another Spanish sweetheart to, to kindle the heartbreak. Uh, anyways. Speaking of, but- have you seen Sarabia's yeah. likes on Instagram? On on Maracardi's, I don't know if his ex-wife or current wife, whatever's going on. They have a story of them like making out in front of the Eiffel Tower, bro. I don't know what the fuck they are. Every single photo that is like sort of revealing, Sarabia is in there. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, 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 it's like, come on. I think it's a, it's a girlfriend or a wife as well. It's like, come on, man. <laughs> don't, ex- don't expose my boy like that. But yeah, you know, people can see that shit. So it's like, it's <laughs> and if he has somebody controlling his Instagram account, I think that's even worse. Nah, that's him. It's him, bro. <laughs> it has to be him. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, next game, uh, we went 2-0 away to Pasuj. Uh, Spartans 11, uh, similar, uh, just missing a few, actually. So we had Adanenet, Inasiu Kwach, Mateusz Reish in the back line, Ishgayu over the uh, injured Poru, and Nunu Santos, uh, Pelinga, Mateusz Nunes midfield with Pot, Sarabia, and then Paulingu. Um, Sam, I'll start it off with you again, dude. What did you think of this game? This one was a bit more frustrating, but I want to start off like, is is the Matthews Rice slander over? Is he just an Absolutely. average player now? I, I think he's just fits yeah. in, like average. Yeah, uh, I wouldn't put him any higher. Above average utility, man. He's god level, bro. What do you mean? <laughs> like, because he can no, play. No, so he's, average. he's definitely average. He can play so many, like I think he can play center back, left back, and we probably make a shift for, like CDM, uh, center mid as well. So. Like, I mean, it was frustrating because Paulinho had, again, so many chances that, like, he just tried and chip. We spoke about this. I think Matthias Nunes had a few as well that he just tried to chip the keeper. I don't know if it was, like, something they would have, like, a bet on or or something, yeah. but they were literally just trying to... Try, when you play FIFA and you've got, like, the objective to score a chip or something, <laughs> like, to, to get a card, it was like it was like that. I think Bregunza also had one in, like, the 80-something minute, like, 88th or yeah. 89th minute. Yeah. It's ridiculous. <laughs> These guys just did not want to score, but, like, eventually uh, eventually we did, and Pedro Gonzalez, again, seems to be, like, his hero ball self, like, we need a goal. Pedro Gonzalez is there to sort of, you know, sort of, um, sort of give it to us. And uh, I think Lauren had a nickname for, I think it's Gonzalo Golasio, which, which is, <laughs> I, I like it. I, I think it should, should catch on. He scores a good amount, man. Like, he's probably has like, what, like five goals now? Or for like, since the last like two two years? I think so. Has, oh. has Fidal Neto scored yet? I think Fidal might have scored one or two. He scored one, at least, Fidal. But definitely, like, Kowats and Inasiu, like, obviously, Kowats scores at an abnormal rate, but Inasiu is not, is definitely above average, I feel like. Yeah. Um, I wanted to see a bit more of Tabata as well. I, I really, I think he's, he, without, like, the injury troubles, I think he would have been great. And I know he's, like, the curse number seven and, and all that, but I think he's still got time to sort of prove his worth. I mean, definitely good to come off the bench, but I'd like to see him start in a few more games. But um, other than that, you know, a frustrating game all round, but it was still, I wasn't really scared too much by what Passos were doing. Like, I never thought the game was in jeopardy. But, you know, this going to be one of these ugly wins. Three points is three points. And, and, and glad we got there. Facts. I just searched it up right now. Gonzalo this season... Has only two goals. Uh, Fidal has none this season, but I know he definitely scored one at least last season. Let me quickly take a peek into last season, but take it away, uh, Chris. What did you think of this game? Uh, yeah, I mean, I thought that this game was was probably our best league game or our most convincing league win in a, in a while. Um, like we, like they didn't they didn't threaten enough. We were on top of the game the entire game. Plenty of chances. 
never scored in the first half, but definitely could have. But right at the beginning of the second half, uh, get the corner kick goal. Um, and like, you know, I, I never really thought it was in doubt after that. Um, it was just a, a really, a really solid win. Um, I thought it, yeah, as guy, I thought he played well. Um, what yeah, do you think about was... your boy in tunes? Like, like, uh, dude, Anton's was swinging in some dangerous balls with his left foot, I thought. I, like, I feel like they were most dangerous when he was just, like, putting them into the mixer with his left left foot. Um, like, he definitely was, like, among the, like, top three out there for, for them, I would say. He got a 5.3. I was thinking it might have been high. Goal point, he is the second best. No, he's like the no, never mind. Yeah, I just seen a five point four. Yeah, it's not, I mean, but he's up there. I yeah. think he was one of their best players, if not the best player. So yeah, I definitely um, it was. Yeah. It was not on, bad. On the map I'm looking at, he's like the third best. If on on Sophie, if I'm looking six point seven, mm. they gave him and like, um, their George Silver got I think the highest. Although their goalkeeper sorry got the highest, and then their left back and then the right back. Then it was Antunes. So I, I did. I thought he had a good game as well, and like. At his age, like I mean, fair enough. Like I think that's his level, really. Like I loved him at Sporting, but like to play consistently, that's good for him. Yeah, for sure. Agreed. Agreed. Um, man of the match. Uh, Easy to say, Pot, I guess. Uh, I'll go with Nasia. You know, scores goal. Give it to him. Why not? Solid defensive performance too. Fair. Yeah. How about you, Chris? Um. Uh, I see Nuno sent 7.0. He is a sneaky man of the match, especially he did a lot of his work in the first 30 minutes, but he like he, he could have had like three assists uh, on a different day, honestly. He put a lot of dangerous crosses in. Was very solid on that left side. Another good Sarabia game as well. Yeah, I mean, it's a shame UEFA man didn't score, but he definitely had some chances. So I guess it's really, it's no, it's just a not a league goals guy. He's just not a league goals guy. He scores when he wants. He scores when he wants. Uh, quick question. I feel like we're going to have this debate. Oh, great fan support, too. Uh, yeah, at, we were packed. Yeah, Except for that one fucking uh, one section of the... Yeah. Of the um, packed of the as much as it could have been. Pyro, flags, dude. Away games, make pay, make sporting pay those fucking fines. Those, those bastards deserve to pay. 10K, 8K, 6K. At least have fun on the road. <laughs> Not too much fun because you don't know when there's gonna be a fucking hole in the stairs. Like yeah, yeah, true, true. I don't know if somebody got ended up getting hurt. I believe somebody did, right? No, I don't think someone got oh, hurt. Okay. Yeah, fair enough. But um, they yeah. could have <laughs> easily. Um, the only question I have, uh, uh, not necessarily related to this game, but bringing up a point that you did bring up with Nunu Sanch, um, I think again it's gonna be a debate. I feel like we have all throughout the season. Best position is it left wing back? Is it up front? Uh, on that left sort of forward position. Um, and, and the same with Matheus Reis. Is it maybe Matheus Reis' performance drops a bit when he's playing center back? Is that left back? He's not that bad. I mean, we were just talking about the, uh, about the Bishkitas game. That fourth goal was basically um, made from, from, from Matheus Reis. Uh, what are your guys' opinion on that? Uh, um, Sam, I'll pass it to you first. I think Nuno Santos' best position is definitely up front. And I think people will disagree and say left back, but that's just because how poor um vinagre has been if i think and race up until like a month ago yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> and like i'd much rather see um nuno santos up top than jovan or Thiago tomas and i think i just love his left foot man he's, yeah he just feels dangerous when he's swinging those balls in and he was good last season he was a vital part of why we won the title i think eight goals or like eight assists or something like that i know it was like quite a high number he was just he's good and i think you know inconsistency was his downfall last year and we've got so many good sort of wingers like it feels like his first half of the season was much better than his second half of the season yeah cooled off or slowed down or whatever you know yeah but i i think this it's good because i i have been impressed with him at, at sort of the left wing back but i think still his best position is is up top i don't know if he plays there again this season as, as like a starter. We just have way more depth up there than we do on the wing back, you know? Yeah, I'm, I'm starting to look at Vinagre and starting to think he might. might he fu- I like, who gives a fuck about Vinagre? Like, I don't want him to hit those games played. Exactly. 
figure out a solution between Rays and Noon Sense, and I'm honestly like more comfortable than I was a month ago, you know? Yeah, definitely. But I, I just don't see Fuck I mean, <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> like, I, I literally don't understand how he's gonna get back in unless injury strikes, you know, Santos and Rays get injured. I'd even put Esgayo on the left back instead of Vinagre at this point, which might seem harsh. Marsa, but... yeah, Vinag's fifth string, bro. I would love to see how my if, if my I would love for Marsa to start just to see how he does just to you know throw his hat in that name because then if we have Marsa I think we can then forget about Vinag you know and we don't have to pay that 10 million and we know this administration anything to save money man there's yeah. so much hype around Marsa so. at the moment, which makes me nervous because like we're coming with such big hype. Like you remember Jeffrey, Barcelona product, and all of this shit, and then he turned out to like be like really injury. Do you think? Yeah, dude, is the is the is the notice that uh, he impressed in the studio game just like fucking just straight propaganda, or is it like true? <laughs> like, is, did he impress? <laughs> we'll never know. Who did he impress exactly? Did anyone? No one saw the game, right? It's behind closed doors. Only like. You know, people playing it and like the coaching staff are the only people that laid eyes on it. So we just gotta take the source's word for it. <laughs> and it's a reliable source, though. True. <laughs> I mean, they wouldn't. They, I mean, yeah. They, if if he was bad, they would have just said nothing. Probably. True. Exactly. Yeah. I, I trust Nando Rim. He 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 knows yeah. what he's doing. One hundred percent. Listen, my, 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 my last Canada reference, because I'm just still gassed until maybe January <laughs> when we play again. But the rumors that we had, we could have signed Buchanan. I think that would have been like the perfect solution. He is. That kid, dude, he's that really kid can. Good, dude. And it's not right just like, wing. oh, he's in MLS, yeah. bro. Like, dude, it's, no. he's actually fucking. I'm excited to see what he does at Bruges because he's he's been phenomenal. He's actually going like, to tear he, it up. Exactly. And for Canada, it doesn't. He plays right wing, left wing, left wing. The wing level back, right wing back, and he does a solid job. And I think with three at the back, is this is like bread and butter. So it, it would have been a perfect solution. We would have it, he would have been still expensive, but it would have been even a cheap, still a cheaper option to Vinand. I mean, how much? How much is the level really going to go up for him? Like, mm, like a little bit, a slightly, slightly. What do you mean between MLS and Europe? Between MLS and and uh, the Belgium. And Belgium. Yeah. I mean, Diaby tore Fair. it up in Belgium, so I mean, Fair. there's hope for everyone. Now I think it's just a, a a question to how quickly he can adapt. That's all now. Yeah, because it, I, it, it's two different like uh, realities between you know mm-hmm. New England. Even though they're you know an established team in the MLS, he probably still walks around Boston and nobody does. Really, like, Doss still him. does. Doss play for Bruges. I yeah. think he still does. Yeah, That's loads of assists coming his way. There's somebody <laughs> else exactly. <laughs> There's another big player that plays for Bruges that I just can't think of at this moment. They have a decent team. Yeah, they've um, been yeah, uh, like last. hanging with the uh, fucking like PSG and shit in the Champions League. Yeah, true. They drew again. Yeah, right? yeah. Against one of those two. Yeah. So yeah, it'll be interesting. It would have been fun to see a match sporting. Um, I was just quickly going through our page. I only have like one or two things to to really ask you guys, unless you guys want to, uh, of course, bring up anything else. Um, the first one, Luis Max, with more quotes. Um. One of them, the biggest one that he said, it was a little unexpected, uh, him, his departure. When the opportunity arose to go to Granada, I was taken a bit by surprise, and it's always difficult to leave a place uh, where we are happy and where I grew up. Um, and the Capa Journal saying, Sentime uh, injustice. He felt unjustified. I'm not going to even try to say it in Portuguese. That's a great point right here. He felt like he wanted more. So what do you guys think? I don't really care anymore, to be honest. Like, I know it seems harsh, but like, you weren't getting the game time. It wh- what? How was that a surprise to you? You literally played like no games last season, and it done exactly. popped off, bro. It's not. Yeah. Is that in your control? It's, I mean, if it done fucking, if it done low key was what like most of us kind of expected. It's like a passive, if it was like, like a average, long time backup, like. Yeah, I can get why he's feeling justice, like why he got like Renan got picked over him, like Sally and all the all these people. But Adan was was fantastic, and like, why is that a shock to you that you're getting sold? And I know people like love to like do the academy thing, where it's like, oh, he was an academy, we shouldn't have sold him. Me and Chris were talking about it a few podcasts ago, and they were like, it's like one of the worst sales in sporting history, and it's like, no, it's, it's like one of the best. He barely played. We got five million for a guy who never played a, a full season. 
it's probably going to get re relegated with Granada. So we're going to have to find another new club. <laughs> yeah. He might survive. They've been a little better recently, but they're still like what? Probably like one point from safety. I feel like he's just yeah. going to be one of them guys always in an interview with like record or Bolo is going to always just talk about sport. And it's like, well, fair enough. Like I love people who love the club, but how many times are you going to say, oh, no, I want to go back. I felt unjust. Like we got a new Anthony Silver. <laughs> Facts. Yeah. Facts. I mean, dude, I agree. Yeah. And as far as like his own career and his own growth, it was best for him, man. Everyone like he's having a good season, bro. If you drop like, you're gonna find a new club, easy money. He's been linked to Barcelona, like yeah, exactly. bro, like, good. Like, good. He's impressed enough that like uh, a Villarreal of Valencia, like that that next tier up in the Spanish league, he's definitely like interested. You know, he's closer to a Portuguese call up as well than he was at. Spain. Yeah, dude. Yeah, he'll exactly. infinitely closer to Portugal call up. Like probably like better pay to be honest, <laughs> higher pay. Maybe it's about the same to be honest right now, but. Higher potential for higher pay. If you, go I think it's it. a higher pay. Spanish teams are a bit more. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, like, I more feel like everyone. I feel like well. everyone wins. It's one of those rare situations yeah. where I feel like everyone wins. Exactly. It's unfortunate yeah. that we don't have him because he's a good story. But like, we have, we still have a good goalie, so it's okay, you know. And was he ever that good? When you watched it, we were like, "Oh, this guy's the future." We're like, "No, I was never." I mean, this kid's average. He's he was yeah, good, same. yeah, but you never he like. Was, wow, he was me. all right. Like he wasn't great. He wasn't good. He, he had to bad. come in a couple. Room for times. improvement for sure. I thought he was he was a decent keeper though, but room yeah, for improvement no. for sure. Yeah. Like uh, I don't. I mean, he's definitely like grown into the starting role for Granada, but like based on last season, I would have felt slightly uncomfortable. Like if he was. The guy for us, you know, defending the title, going to the Champions League. It's like, is this guy ready? One he thing did. I remember is coming out in corners, he was pretty shaky. So that's another thing. He was good on his feet, but I mean, I'd rather a keeper be shit on his feet than fucking shaky on corners sort of thing. Yeah. Last thing, uh, and Rui mentioned it as well, um, came out today. Sporting uh, looking to provide um, Ruben Amorim with a center back in January. Uh, I was telling... Our, my, our boy, Matt Paiva, you know, Sporting clearly needs some goals in the squad. Our center backs score all our goals, so it only makes sense we buy another center back. Um, I'm not mad at it, though. I, I do think we need definitely need a center back. What do you guys agree? Do you think center backs are top priority? Should we look for a striker? Because as we know, there's only really two. I mean, we had the center back and we loaned him out, and that was charisma. Like, I understand you need a game, game time, but when they loaned him out, we still weren't that, like... Gonna, if they do, it's going to be more of a Mateus Reyes type solution than a Lion Co type solution. I don't think they're going to spend like 10 mil. What was uh, that? They're spend like one the mil max, player. You know? Was he the yeah. Oh, dude, I would take him. He's fucking good. Yeah. I would take him. Yeah. But then that's the thing. Like, we're buying another young. I'm not mad at it. Don't get me wrong. We're buying a young center back. You know, yet we're loaning out our young center back, you know? Yeah. And we yeah, just yeah. Extended, so I agree. I think Kurajma needed that loan and he's improved since. But and it we just, just extended Neto as well. And like Fidal's probably going to get that games. And we're just going to have so many center backs. Like we have even have Marsa who's ready for call up. Mm -hmm. It's like we've, we've got the center backs. Honestly, Fidal might not hit the game. Yeah. It'll be close because he's only been playing. Is that me or Chris? No, that's Chris, I think. Yeah. Wait, there he is. I think. Oh. Is that back? Thought he was. Just so starstruck by Fadal. There we go. God, God damn it, bro. I could see myself <laughs> like spazzing out. Uh, yeah, I was going to say this. There's no guarantee that Fadal hits the games. Uh, he's been playing, he hasn't played more than three games this season Very in a row. Uh, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. It'll be. It'll be. It'll be tight. It'll be tight. I think it's twenty five. He has to hit. Um. It'll be. Is close. it just league appearances or is it like? Yeah, all... that's the other thing. I don't know if it's all comps or not. Because if it's all comps, I feel like he's gonna hit that pretty. Probably easy. hit it. Yeah, but twenty five league. I don't know, man. Like he might not be on pace for that. Yeah. Yeah. The the thing is with Fidal, very on and off, but Amudin trusts him. I think all the our big games really Fidal has started. Um. So. Um. But anyways, yeah, agreed. But so center back, would you say that's a top priority ahead of striker? No, 
get me a striker, please. I anyway. want to get a striker, but like we have a 16 million euro striker. If we bought a striker, it would be a reserve striker. It'd be a Luke Castaño, Hernan Barcos, like type. Goddamn bullshit, PTSD. you know. So just it like sit on sit on the bench and yeah, serve as an alternative. Yeah. But then that means I would like, Tomas goes out on loan or he gets not splashing the, the cash on, on a new starting striker. Like, unfortunately, we have the starting striker and he's going nowhere. Yeah, unless we get someone in like on a loan or someone who's currently a free agent, but I can't think of anyone at the top of my head that that, that comes in and does that. But like, we we loaned out like we loaned out Pedro Mendes and Pedro Marquez. Like these are guys that right now, like looking how out of form our two strikers are, we come in perfectly and like bit of fresh air, bit of bit of new life into the team. But we're probably just going to spend probably over the odds on another striker who'll probably be just as bad as them two. So who knows? Yeah. Facts. As as great as our recruitment has been, striker has been an awful, an awful one for Verandas like in it's been a tradi- it's been a position that we've traditionally struggled. We produce this to every position. We don't produce strikers though. George yeah. Jesus had a not lockdown with Slimani and and uh um Bastos but even he bought in like Barcos and Castanos and all of these lots. So just just please just someone to score goals bring in a Teo Gutierrez when we need him um I don't know if you guys want to add on anything I'm I'm really out before we go to Mudoli Dodge uh we got I'm trying to think so were you gonna do one after Fazim or would it be I think it'd be after Dorman so should we talk about Dorman oh we would have done that we would have done that I think yeah you're on mute, Chris. What were you saying? Oh, never mind. Uh, my bad, bad. I was asking my girlfriend to open the door because I could see that I just buffer again. And I knew that I'm, I'm, I'm going to buffer when I start reading these monthly ads at. So hopefully now the door is open. We're good. This guy left the door open like he's Bruno Mars. I respect <laughs> it. Um, yeah, anything to add, Chris? No, no. I think that, that we covered everything um, from the last, like, two weeks as far as the – Sport thing in the in the first team and everything is concerned. Sweet, perfect. Take uh, Mudalizads away then. We've got a All lot. Right. So uh, as I've been doing the Mudalizads more, I've, I uh, I said add a new thing. Uh, like the score of the game is, it means less if you don't know the context. So I'm gonna tell you where we are in the league and how the table's looking. Also to add additional context to the store, it's like, oh, the ladies won four nothing. What does that mean? Like, you know, like, uh, I guess, like, that's good, right? <laughs> but I'm going to add an additional context. And I, I didn't get any requests for sports that I'm not covering. So I'm just going to keep rolling with uh, what I've got here. Um, so I'm going to do handball. So this is over the last, like, two weeks. So a lot of these teams have played at least two games. Um, so uh, for handball, the league, we won two games, 30, uh, 35-25 against Bolo Ada. And 30 to 27, we beat Benfica in the Derby this past weekend. Um, so we're first in the league. We're 9 and 0, and we're tied with Porto, uh, who's also 9 and 0. Um, and then today for handball, we lost our uh, European League game against Nimes, uh, a French team. So we're 2 and 1. Um, you know, looking. I think the top four of six in the group advance. So we're looking. We're looking good. So handball, good. Uh, basketball. Uh, lost today um, against Ionicos in their last uh, FIBA Europe Cup group match, but we already clinched in the last game. So handball or basketball's had a couple games. We beat Antwerp Giants, who beat us in the first game, 77-53. And then we went to Azores in the league and beat Lusitania, 89-83, which is a pretty close league game for us. Um, then we won another FIBA Europe Cup game, 75-68, against uh, Belfius Mons Hainat. So we swapped them. And then we obliterated Gimenez in the league, 99-62. Um, so we are um, through in our FIBA Europe Cup group, possibly first, most likely second. Um, and we are 6-1 and one in the league. Um, foot, uh, ladies um, played their last game of the regular phase. Um, so I think the table splits now and the top half goes into like championship bracket and then the bottom half goes in the relegation bracket uh so we had two games for them four nothing went against atletico and eight nothing went against amora this past weekend um hockey and patins uh, i've had two league games 
Um, and now that they're on break for the uh, for the Euro, so there's there's no hockey games. Or there wasn't one this past weekend, and I'm guessing there isn't one this coming weekend. Uh, 5-4 against Muddy Ants win, and 6-3 against HT Turkel. We are in third place, and we're 6-1-1. One, one. Um, so U23s, not going, not going well for the U23s or the B team. Uh, U23s are in fourth. They're three points off the playoff round, so I think it's like top six. So last year we didn't end up making it. I don't even remember. We were flaming them because because like you go into if you don't make the playoff round, you go to the Tassa Revolution, which is just kind of just like just a made up game. The games don't matter. They don't mean anything. They just called it something rather than just calling it like scrimmages. Consolation um, playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so hopefully we can fucking be playing for something this in like the last couple months of the season. So we're only only three points off that. Um, but yeah, three nothing loss against Bullness Sad was our last result. Um, shocking PK given for Bullness Sad uh, against uh, Sporting. Uh, B team tenth out of twelve in the uh, Tercera Liga. Um, seven points off the playoffs for that. Um, our last two results, 3 nothing loss to Amorta and 2 nothing loss to Union Ladia. Not good. Um, UEFA Youth League, we lost 2-1 to Besiktas in our last game. We're in third in the group. Two matches to play. Dortmund Ajax have seven. We have five. Besiktas has three. Group's pretty wide open. Um, but as of now, we, uh, we squandered an opportunity to go top of the group by beating Besiktas. Um, volleyball. Not going good. I mean, it's going okay. Uh, we lost to Befica today, 3-1. We beat some Med 3-0. And then our game before that, we lost to Fontbostardu, 3-0. Fontbostardu's in first place. I think they're 8-0. Or I think they're like 9-1 maybe. We're 7-3 and we're in fourth. Uh, and Befica has like two games at hand in us. And I think we have one point more than them. So, not great. Um, and then Futsal. Uh... Open that door, bro. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> how, how, how much did it how much did it break for? You just said futsal and then it cut. Okay, okay. So futsal, we're in a three-way tie for first with Porto and Fundal or Befica and Fundal. We're all seven and one. Um so our la and we qualified for the next round of the UEFA Futsal Champions League as well. Um we won our group, all three group games. Um and we beat Leos Ponsalvo 5-1, Atletico 4-1, we beat Braga 2-1. Sketchy game. Gita made a great save in the last 30 seconds to preserve the result. Could have scored more in the first half. Got the result 2-1 in the end. And then this past weekend, 6-3 against Viseu. This coming weekend, we play Benfica. So, let's get it. And I think that that's, uh, that's my Modley Dodds recap. Solid. Solid. Um, all right. Uh, last but not least, quick uh, Verzing prediction. Um... And we'll wrap it up. I'll 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 go first. I'll I'll say this rotated squad, Berzing, as we were mentioning. I don't know if we said it on the pod, but Berzing is sitting. Yeah, we did. They're sitting seventeenth. I haven't won nothing. a game since September twenty third. I haven't won a game. Yeah, facts. Three nothing. Three nothing. Uh, Tiak Tumaj gets one. I'm gonna say. Uh, I'm gonna say. Fuck, it's so tough to say. I'm. Gonna, I want Bragança to score one, so I'm gonna say Bragança. And honestly, Paulinho comes off the bench and scores one. I'm throwing that out there. All right. Uh, whoever wants to take it next. I'll go. You know, I'm going to go the opposite. I think it's probably going to be like a 1 0 boring game. And because you predicted Tiago Tomas to score, I'm not going to. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go. You know what? I have confidence in my boy, Matthews Rice. I feel like he, he's mm. going to get in there. And You were just calling him average. He's going to yeah. score the winner? Average players can score goals. That's true. <laughs> Ninth nine minute winner. Now I think it would just be like a one nil scrappy game, as as most of these games are. I think we're actually going to batter them. Uh, I'm going to go four nothing. Tiago uh, Tomas brace Tabata goal and uh, Mateus Nunes goal. I like it. I like it. Um. All right, that's uh, that's our podcast. I think it's one thirty. 
Two. Should we do Dortmund predictions as well? Or? Yeah, might as well, actually. Good yeah, point. yeah, while we're um, Damn, I don't want to go first. Sam, you go first. You're going to you're gonna be there at the game. Take some I'm six pictures for us. I will. I'll, I'll, put, I'll upload, upload loads to the 160 account. But Sick. I'm going to go 2-1. Dortmund are going to score first, I think. Then probably Kawhi is from a header. And then UEFA man, 90th minute. Bang. <laughs> Send us through. I'm, I'm calling it 2-1. Paulinho and Coates. Love that. I don't think I don't think UEFA have UEFA man has the cojones for that, but I love that anyways. <laughs> Go ahead, Chris. I'm still thinking. I was actually thinking 2-1 also. Uh yeah, I am gonna go 2-1. I not 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 come from behind though. Um one nothing, one one, and then two one. Um, and I'm gonna go UFMN and Kawats. Oh, in the gonna... order, and oh it won't God. be a 90th minute winner. <laughs> It'll, <laughs> It'll be a corner, be an... like a 67th minute corner. It'll be the Kawats. We'll goal. be we'll be shitting our pants towards the 90th <laughs> minute because they're gonna almost score a goal. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna be that guy and not predict the win. I'm gonna predict a draw. I'm gonna say a. Uh, uh, he knows uh, I'm going out there. I wants to predict a draw. No, that, I just know if I predict a win. No, no, no. I know. <laughs> I know how. I, I'm just trying to jinx it. No, no. <laughs> now that I said it out loud, I'm fucked. <laughs> but I'm gonna say a two-two. Uh, if it means anything, my bets have never hit. So, like at all, my bets have been garbage this last like fucking century. Are you uh, gonna bring out? Is it? Is it the red sweater I used to wear for for good luck? That's been bad. It's it's not worked. It's not worked oh, this year. No. Okay, it's retired. It, it was a one right. year thing. Okay. I might. I'll try it out though. We'll see. We'll see. No, don't try out for that game. Try out for Yeah, true. We'll test it out. We'll test the waters for Fudzine. Then I'll wear it tomorrow, and then if it works, then I'll wear it Wednesday. Um, but all right, I'll go with a two-two, and I'm gonna say I'm gonna say. You know what? I'm gonna go with the same combination as you guys, Mr. Champions League. He scores when he wants, and uh, our best, uh, our best striker, according to FM22 Quatch. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, rest in pieces. It's somewhere though. Um, yeah, guys, make sure to follow us. Subscribe on on YouTube as, uh, of course. Uh, follow us on Twitter. We actually hit 5,000 uh, followers this week or last week. So shout out to you guys. Appreciate the follow. Uh, appreciate all the love that you guys always send us on Twitter. Um, you know, all that good stuff. Follow us on Facebook and all that. Um, we'll see you guys soon. Um, and, uh, yeah, viva, viva Sporting. Viva Sporting.